0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of a Course in Miracles original edition, published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, and there you mouse over the link at top for online edition, and you'll see the (laughs) drop-down to read A-C-I-M-O-E. Also on that website, there's a tab called Lesson Sign Up, where you can sign up to receive a daily excellent email that includes both the reading as well as the lesson for the day. My name is Lori Cameron. This calls Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to about 11 a.m. Eastern. And today we are concluding Chapter 30, The New Beginning, with Section 9, Changeless Reality changeless reality we're also mindful of our lesson today I merely follow for I would not lead and uh, by way of opening this morning I was really happy to be led to this poem from st. John of the cross one of my favorites Um, that's perfect for the day as well as uh, descriptive of the holy instant the poem is called I came into the unknown I came into the unknown and stayed there unknowing rising beyond all science I did not know the door but when I found the way unknowing where I was I learned enormous things but what I felt I cannot say for I remained unknowing rising beyond all science it was the perfect realm of holiness and peace. In deepest solitude, I found a narrow way, a secret getting such release that I was stunned and stammering, rising beyond all science. I was so far inside, so dazed and far away, my senses were released from feelings of my own. My mind had found a surer way, a knowledge by unknowing. Rising beyond all science, and he who does arrive collapses as in sleep. For all he knew before, now seems a lowly thing, and so has his knowledge grown. And so his knowledge grows so deep that he remains unknowing, rising beyond all science. The higher he ascends, the darker is the wood. It is the shadowy cloud that clarified the night. And so, the one who understood remains always unknowing, rising beyond all science. This knowledge by unknowing is such a soaring force that scholars argue long, but never leave the ground. Their knowledge always fails the source to understand unknowing, rising beyond all science. This knowledge by unknowing is such a soaring force that scholars argue long but never leaves the ground. Their knowledge always fails the source to understand unknowing, rising beyond all science. This knowledge is supreme, crossing a blazing height. Though formal reason tries it crumbles in the dark. But one who would control the night by knowledge of unknowing will rise beyond all science and if you wish to hear the highest science leads to an ecstatic feeling of the most holy being and from his mercy comes his deed to let us stay unknowing rising beyond all science I merely follow for I would not lead amen Wow, that was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Suits both the lesson and changeless reality, so I was really happy to to remember it this morning. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. Okay, my friends, here's the reading list this morning. We have LeMoyne. Robin Marie, Jennifer, Jessica, and Karen. And so far that's the sum of us. Oh, I think that will be just perfect because the reading's pretty short. How about that? Um, So anyway, Chapter 30, The New Beginning, Section 9. Today we take it up at Paragraph 89. Appearances deceive but can be changed. Reality is changeless. It does not deceive at all. And if you fail to see beyond appearances, you are deceived. For everything you see you will change, and yet you thought it real before and now you think it real again. Reality is thus reduced to form and capable of change. Reality is changeless. It is this that makes it real and keeps it separate from all appearances. It must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change.
1: Amoy. Chapter 30, The New Beginning. Section 9, Changeless Reality. Appearances deceive, but can be changed. Reality is changeless. It does not deceive at all, and if you fail to see beyond appearances, you are deceived. For everything you see will change, and yet you thought it real before, and now you think it real again. Reality is thus reduced to form. capable of change. Reality is changeless. It is this that makes it real and keeps it separate from all appearance. It must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change. The miracle is the means to demonstrate that all appearances can change because they are appearances and cannot have the changelessness reality entailed. The miracle attests salvation from appearances by showing they can change. Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception both. It is obscured by changing views of him in which you perceive excuse me. it is obscured by changing views of him, which you perceive as his reality. The happy dream about him takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack, and safety from disaster of all kinds. The miracle is proof he is not bound by loss or suffering in any form because it can so easily be changed. This demonstrates that it was never real and could not stem from his reality. For that is changeless and has no effects which anything in heaven or on earth could ever alter. But appearances are shown to be unreal because they change
0: Thank you Uh and France 90. <laughs> the miracle is means to demonstrate that all appearances can change because they are appearances and cannot have the changelessness reality entails. The miracle attests salvation from appearance by showing they can change. Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception both. It is obscured by changing views of him which you perceive as his reality. The happy dream about him takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack, and safety from disaster of all kinds. The miracle is proof He is not bound by loss or suffering in any form because it can so easily be changed. This demonstrates that it was never real and could not stem from his reality. For that is changeless and has no effects which anything in heaven or on earth could ever alter. But appearances are shown to be unreal because they change. 91. What is temptation but a wish to make illusions real? It does not seem to be the wish that no reality be so yet it is an assertion that some forms of idols have a powerful appeal which makes them harder to resist than those you would not want to have reality temptation then is nothing more than this a prayer the miracle touch not some dreams but keep them on reality obscure and give to them reality instead and heaven gives no answer to the prayer, nor can a miracle be given you to heal appearances you do not like. You have established limits. What you ask is given you, but not of God, who knows no limits. You have limited yourself. Thank you, friend. I'm uh, Robin
2: Marie. Ninety-one. What is temptation but a wish to make illusions real? It does not seem to be the wish that no reality be so. Yet it is an assertion that some forms of idols have a powerful appeal, which makes them harder to resist than those you would not want to have reality. Temptation, then, is nothing more than this. A prayer the miracle touch not some dreams. But keep their unreality obscure and give to them reality instead. And heaven gives no answer to the prayer. Nor can a miracle be given you to heal appearances you do not like. You have established limits. What you ask is given you, but not of God who knows no limits. You have limited yourself. 92. 92. Reality is changeless. Miracles that show what you have near to propose between reality and your awareness is unreal and does not interfere at all. The cost of the belief there must be some appearances beyond the hope of change is that the miracle cannot come forth from you consistently, for you have asked it to be withheld from power to heal all dreams There is no miracle you cannot have when you desire healing, but there is no miracle that be given you unless you want it. Choose what you would heal, and he who gives all miracles has not been given freedom to bestow his gifts upon God's Son. When he is tempted, he denies reality, and he becomes a willing slave of what he chose instead.
0: Thank you, Robin Bree. Uh, Jennifer.
3: 92. Reality is changeless. Miracles that show what you have interposed between reality and your awareness is unreal and does not I- interfere at all. The cost of belief there must be some appearance beyond, must, left, uh, The cost of the belief there must be some appearances beyond the hope of change is that the miracle cannot come forth from you consistently. For you have asked it be withheld withheld from power to heal all dreams. There is no miracle you cannot have when you desire healing. But there is no miracle that can be given you Unless you want it, choose what you would heal. And he who gives all miracles has not been given freedom to bestow his gifts upon God's Son. When he is tempted, he denies reality and he becomes the willing slave of what he chose instead. 93. Because reality is changeless, it is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you to see in happy form devoid of fear. It will be given you to look upon your brother thus, but not while you would have it otherwise in some respects. For this but means... You would not have him healed and whole. The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? Then let there be no dreams about him, which you would prefer to to see this. And you will see the Christ in him because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you were like him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in you.
0: Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, Jessica. Ninety-four.
2: This will you look upon when you decide there is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is.
0: Um, Jessica, I wonder if you could oh, pick sorry. up 93 also.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, silly me. Okay, no problem. 93. Because reality is changeless, is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you To see in happy form, devoid of fear. It will be given you to look upon your brother thus. But not while you would have it otherwise in some respects. For this but means you would not have him healed and whole. The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? Then let there be no dreams about him which you would prefer to seeing this. And you will see the Christ in him because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him, capital him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in you. Ninety-four, this will you look upon when you decide there is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is. Let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter the here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is. But do not give it power to replace the changeless in him in your sight of him. There is no false appearance but will fade if you request a miracle instead. There is no pain from which he is not free if you would have him be but what he is. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see. As he is healed, are you made free of guilt? For his appearance is your own to you. Thank you.
0: Yes, indeed. Thank you, Jessica Uh, and Karen.
4: 94, this will you look upon when you decide there is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is. Let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is. But do not give it power to replace the changelessness in him, in your sight of him. There is no false appearance, but will fade if you request a miracle instead. There is no pain from which he is not free if you would have him be but what he is. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see as he is healed you are made free of guilt and his appearance is your own to you
0: Uh, thank you karen and thank you everyone who read this this morning um the essence of changeless reality in the new beginning and i wonder um since it is so short Would we like uh, to do it once again, uh, paragraph by paragraph? Sounds good to me. I think so, too. Thanks, Fran. So how about we just reverse it, and we'll have... Turn the page here. Uh, Karen, do 89, and Jessica, do 90, and Jennifer, 91, and Robin Marie, 92, and Fran ninety three, and Lemoyne ninety four. Uh, sound good? Works out just perfectly. Sounds good. So, uh, go ahead, Karen, and start, if you will, please. Thank you.
4: Chapter thirty, the new beginning. Nine, changeless reality. Paragraph eighty nine. Appearances deceive, but can be changed. Reality is changeless. It does not deceive at all. And if you fail to see beyond appearances, you are deceived. For everything you see will change. And yet you thought it real before, and now you think it real again. Reality is thus reduced to form and capable of change. Reality is changeless. It is this that makes it real, and keeps it separate from all appearances. It must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change.
2: Okay, 90. The miracle is means to demonstrate that all appearances can change because they are appearances and cannot have the changelessness reality entails. The miracle attests salvation from appearances by showing they can change. Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception both. It is the by changing views of him, which you perceive as his reality. The happy dream about him takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack, and safety from disaster of all kinds. The miracle is proof he is not bound by loss or suffering in any form, because it can so easily be changed. This demonstrates that it was never real and could not stem from his reality. For that is changeless and has no effects which anything in heaven or on earth could ever alter. But appearances are shown to be unreal because they change. 91. What
3: is temptation but a wish to make illusions real? It does not seem to be the wish that no reality be so. Yet it is an assertion that some form of idols have a powerful appeal which makes them harder to resist than those you would not want to have reality. Temptation Then, is nothing more than this. A prayer, the miracle touch not some dreams, but keep their unreality obscure and give to them reality instead. And heaven gives no answer to the prayer, nor can a miracle be given you to heal appearances you do not like. You have established limits. What you ask is given you, but not but not of God who knows no limits. You have limited yourself.
2: Ninety-two, reality is changeless. Miracles that show what you have interposed between reality and your awareness is unreal and does not interfere at all. The cost of the belief there must be some appearances beyond the hope of change is that the miracle cannot come forth from you consistently, for you have asked it be withheld from power to heal all dreams. There is no miracle you cannot have when you desire healing, but there is no miracle that can be given you Unless you want it. Choose what you would heal, and he who gives all miracles has not been given freedom to bestow his gifts upon God's Son. When he is tempted, he denies reality, and he becomes the willing slave of what he chose instead. 93. Because reality
0: is changeless, is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you to see in happy form, devoid of fear. It will be given you to look upon your brother thus, but not while you would have it otherwise in some respects. For this but means you would not have him healed and whole. The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? Then let there be no dreams about him which you would prefer to see in this. And you will see the Christ in him, because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in
1: you. I'm going to back up a little bit. You will see the Christ in him, because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in you. This will you look upon when you decide there is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is. Let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is. But do not give it power to replace the changeless in him in your sight of him. There is no false appearance but will fade if you request a miracle instead. There is no pain from which he is not free, if you would have him be but what he is. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see. As he is healed, are you made free of guilt, for his appearance is your own to you.
0: Amen. Thank you, everyone, who read this this morning. And I see where a couple of people have joined us since we started the call. And um, for our mutual benefit, let me ask uh, for those who have joined us uh, since we began, um, two, if you have a favorite paragraph in this reading, we'd love to hear you share it again, since you haven't had an opportunity to read. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Well, let's see. We have a choice now to either open the floor or uh, at this point. Uh, collectively read together what is creation Um, what what feels right what is
4: creation okay
0: all right I thought maybe that would be the case so uh, two new readers I'll offer the opportunity to read paragraph 1 and 2 of what is creation Uh, If you'd care to announce or do that, raise your hand, please. (laughs) Good morning, guys. It's Jude. I'd love to read the first paragraph, Lori. All righty. So we'll put you first, Judy. And let's see, we'll start at the bottom again after that. So, uh, Karen, if you'd like to read paragraph two and what is creation jessica if you could read three and jennifer if you could read four paragraph four and robin marie if you'd like to read paragraph five in what is creation and then i'd like to suggest after we do that uh that we take a pause and launch right into uh, friends leading us would probably be a little bit early for the top of the hour but um To pull this all together i thought we could sort of seamlessly do it like that okay so um Um,
3: hi lori this is jennifer um, i'm yeah like i don't know i don't know where this is maybe someone else can read paragraph four
0: okay yeah uh fran would you fran would you like to read paragraph four and what is creation sure yeah sure okay okay everybody else feel settled with this Okay, thank you. Judy, go ahead and begin. From the Workbook for Students, Part Two What is Creation? Creation is the sum of all God's thoughts in number infinite and everywhere without all limit. Only love creates and only like its capital self. There was no time when all that capital it created was not there, nor will there be a time when anything that capital it created suffers any change. Forever and forever are God's thoughts, exactly as they were and as they are, unchanged through time and after time is done.
4: God's thoughts are given all the power that their own creator has. For he would add to love by its extension. Thus his son shares in creation and must therefore share in power to create. What God has willed to be forever one will still be one when time is over and will not be changed throughout the course of time, remaining as it was before the thought of time began. Creation is the opposite of all
2: illusions, for creation is the truth. Creation is the holy son of God, for in creation is his will complete in every aspect making every part container of the whole. Its oneness is forever guaranteed inviolate, forever held within his holy will, beyond all possibility of harm, of separation, imperfection, and of any spot upon its sinlessness. We are creation. We, the
0: sons of God, we seem to be discreet and unaware of our eternal unity with Him. Yet back of all our doubts, past all our fears, there still is certainty. For love remains with all its thought, its sureness being theirs. God's memory is in our holy minds, which know their oneness and their unity with their Creator. Let our function be only to let this memory return only to let God's will be done on earth, only to be restored to sanity and to be but as God created us.
2: Our Father calls to us. We hear his voice and we forgive creation in the name of its creator, holiness itself, whose holiness his own creation shares, whose holiness is still a part of us, Lori. You on mute?
0: <laughs> I was, and I was just going to, I was just going to text you uh, to go ahead and begin with the lesson when it feels right to you. <laughs> and I wanted to hold that, that beautiful feeling for a moment. So, thanks, friend. Whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Um, we are okay. on lesson. Hi, everybody. We are on lesson three twenty four. So we'll. I'll read the lesson, and then we'll do our five-minute meditation. Lesson 324. I merely follow, for I would not lead. Father, you are the one who gave the plan for my salvation to me. You have set the way I am to go, the role to take, and every step in my appointed path. I cannot lose the way. I can but choose to wander off a while, And then return your loving voice will always call me back and guide my feet aright my brothers all can follow in the way I lead them yet I merely follow in the way to you as you direct me and would have me go so let us follow one who knows the way we need not tarry and we cannot stray except an instant from his loving hand we walk together For we follow him, and it is he who makes the ending sure and guarantees a safe returning home. Lesson three hundred twenty four. I merely follow, for I would not lead five minutes. Lesson 324, I merely follow, for I would not lead. Amen.
3: Amen. 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 Thank you.
4: Good morning. Fran, did you want to share? Go ahead, you go.
0: I'll share in a minute, you go.
4: Um, I love the idea of being empty and letting spirit flow through me and guide my life and tell me what to do. And, you know, for the last year that I've been practicing the Course with this call, um, I just constantly pray that I'm open to receive God's will that I'm open and receptive, and that God's love and light and all the attributes of the divine would flow through me to the world as an extension. Um, This lesson made me think about um, I want to make no decisions by myself. You know, I want to be following. I don't want to have my ego leading me. And that said, um, I keep praying the Holy Spirit will guide me to do the next the next right thing, whatever that is. Um, I've been getting text messages and calls for the last 24 hours to send my daughter money, my older daughter. And for about six months, I have been supplementing her income at an enormous <laughs> expense to me. You know, I wanted to keep her paying her rent because I feel badly for her landlords and their property taxes. You know, they're just old people that have rented this apartment over their garage, basically. And um, it suddenly occurred to me, because my my uh, sibling and my mother had the same dynamic, that I'm enabling her not to work. And, and I've just decided maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Because in the long run, it may be hurting her, in addition to the fact that, you know, it feels like there are financial pulls and all other kinds of directions that I'm trying to pay attention to, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just putting that in the air with um, brothers and sisters on this call, that she she just lost another job. Um, I think she's been lying to me about that, but uh, I just pray that if I should help her, that I get the guidance to do that, and if I should back off and make her take responsibility for this herself, that I know enough to do that, because I don't know what God wants me to do, and I do want to follow, and I want God to lead. But I'm not really sure what's go what what the answers are, um, and I thank you all for letting me put that out in the divine energy of this call for uh, a prayer. I'm complete. Oh,
0: I'll thank share you. that prayer with you, and yeah. it's a prayer forever for every mother and father out there. I'm sure, in one way or another. Yeah you could be talking about my own family so Um, yeah it's
4: about 45 years old so it's not like she's a child you know oh I know yeah thank you thank you I'm complete
0: yeah thank you Karen thank you Karen Yeah, really great um a really great place to rest, uh, with that one and with inquiries like that one. Uh I've had it uh I shared that myself with my sister lately. And what we um shared between us was the prayer, I think it's at the end of chapter four. Um Let me turn to it, because I think it's really, really helpful. (laughs) I don't know it, I'm sure. Chapter 4, paragraph 106. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent Christ who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing that he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Um. And the way we rested with that was um, to look at the notion of doing, you know. Um, Sometimes my way of doing is interference. Um, But when I'm following direction, I'm here to be truly helpful. I need not worry about what to say or what to do. I'll receive positive direction. Uh, Then I need not fall back on my own resources, you know. I I need make no decision by myself. If there's a doing involved, I'll get direction on that. Uh, Otherwise, I'm resting in uh, helpfulness and waiting for direction. And when we prayed that prayer, it's... (laughs) the question was exactly identical to your own uh, even as regards rent (laughs) and when we prayed that prayer we both felt um, a great deal more peace about the whole situation so I'll just throw that out there I'm complete thank you Laurie that was perfect thank you Laurie yeah
4: thank you Thank you, Lori.
0: Well, I'm happy to jump in here. I can.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> Okay. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. You go ahead, Robin Marie.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say that um, I uh, would uh, know that, well, we know that Source is listening, and, and we know that this person, Karen, that you're helping, is it your sister, uh, is going to no, hear. My... What? Is it your my sister? daughter. Oh, and and the daughter is going to hear from all sides what she needs to do, and it's going to be so uplifting and positive to her that she will be encouraged to go get it. It's like a carrot that she really wants, and I'm going to be thinking about that. I know that uh, my son had difficulty, and with everyone's prayers, he is doing so good, and i 'm so and it's, it's such a a huge um, energy in my heart to feel him becoming a man and just taking care of things and taking care of me and wanting to help me and doing it and I know that 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 is the miracle that's going to happen for your daughter. And I'm just really um, thankful to be able to um, encourage you in that way. Thank you.
4: Thank you so much, Robin Marie.
0: What a blessing. Thank you, Robin Marie. I'm so happy to hear that about your son, too. That's marvelous. Thank you. Um, no, good morning everyone, this story and, uh, I'm really appreciating this morning the wholeness of this reading, what is creation in today's lesson. And like so many of the, um, the final sections in these various chapters, um, it seems, um, uh, to be a perfect design that the ending of the chapter harkens back to the beginning so that a circle is formed And this one is for sure like that to me this morning because when I was finished with my meditation I thought well chucks what we're talking about here today is temptation and think again about the day you want <laughs> remember we started with rules for decision something occurred that doesn't match the day I want and 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 so he clarifies he clarifies for us what is temptation and um, you don't think of it uh, I don't think of it often uh, what is temptation I go about my merry way but the rules for decision are asking me to approach life a little bit more consciously than my own merry way. for me to set first thing in the morning and whenever i can think about it think again about the kind of day you want what will happen the feelings you'll have and remember once again you'll make no decision by yourself But then something occurs. Who has a day when something doesn't occur that doesn't fit that set? It's not often that it happens to me that something (laughs) doesn't occur that doesn't fit my set. And our invitation then is to uh, notice. Just notice. Oh, something has occurred that didn't fit my set. So I'll think once again about the kind of day I want. And ask myself, did I have a question about that? (laughs) What was the question? Oh yeah, I'll make no decisions by myself. The kind of decisions I think he's talking about here in this section are decisions about what's real, what's my version of reality, and what's truth. And he wants me to know that reality or truth is changeless. Things come and things go, things happen, and forms change and appearances change, and somebody does something I don't like, and and I react, whoops, that didn't fit my set. Think once, a, once again about the kind of day you want. And recognize that... Um, When something has occurred that I don't like I always have a choice I always have a choice to appeal to truth that's all just appeal to truth Um, and if I can approach life consciously like that it's pretty much guaranteed I would say it is guaranteed that I'm going to have the kind of day I want temptation he says in this reading is a prayer that a miracle touch not some dreams. I would prefer to see my brother thus I would prefer to see this experience as this. I would prefer my judgment over uh, what might be there for me to be aware of. I would prefer to experience the effect of my senses and what my body's eyes tell me um And that's temptation. And I don't often think of it that way, but it's really quite simple when you get down to it. Something has occurred that doesn't fit my set, the set that I'm guaranteed to have if I make no decisions by myself. Who made the decision otherwise? (laughs) Who made that decision? Who made that decision? Who made that decision? Well, it's me. I have prayed, without my awareness, I'm sure, but I have prayed that a miracle not touch some of my experiences. And this prayer can't be answered. The miracle cannot be given you unless you want it had an occasion this weekend uh, to have an early Thanksgiving with Kathy's side of the family. And uh, I was very careful because I had caused offense there uh, a number of years ago. Um, Not on purpose, but I did. And it was a deep offense. Uh, A deep offense was taken by my brother-in-law. And so... um, I made it a point to think, I mean, forgiveness has long since long since been given and received in this situation. But I still make it a point to think carefully about the kind of day I want to have. And I was really um, restfully happy when the day was over. And I thought, this is how every day can be. This is exactly how every day can be restfully happy, um, because I decided not to make any decisions by myself, and you know early on reading the Course of Miracles, um, I got thinking that um, you know lessons like miracles are seen in light and light and strength are one um and so the material i was reading gave me the impression that i wasn't supposed to see anything at all that i wasn't supposed to see bodies that i'm not supposed to see uh, anything except swirling holiness um but that has not been my experience in in reality but i have experienced unity and peace and shared quiet joy um, as just a prevailing positive energy and i think that's what he means by changeless reality at least in my experience uh changeless realities like that it's quiet it's peaceful and it's gentle and kind and um, nothing occurs in it uh, that is something i would reject and um And I think all of that is a consequence of the new beginning think about the kind of day you'd like to have and make a decision not to make any decisions by yourself but always refer to holiness always defer to holiness I merely follow for I would not lead and he says that's the way salvation works I think it's less than 156 This is the way salvation works. He says, As you step back, the light in you steps forward and encompasses whatever you see. And, um, the other lesson I wanted to refer to that is really helpful as regards this business of seeing the truth about my brother is Lesson 161 because when i'm mistaken about my brother it's because for me it's because i'm laying something on this person that um is my preference my judgment i'm seeing something that is my preference for my judgment but lesson 161 gives me another another option And it's the same option that he's laid out here in, in paragraph 93. The lesson is, give me your blessing, Holy Son of God, for I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God, is a request for a miracle. Very simply, give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. For I would behold you, and you is anything I see. You is anything I see in creation. I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. Um, And for me, that's a request for a miracle. Because it turns out a miracle merely lifts appearances that I have laid in place of reality. That's what happens with forgiveness and the miracle. It lifts what I laid my preference instead of reality. And when I allow that to um, light my awareness, uh, I have a simple, quiet, peaceful day. And with that, I'm complete. That was great. Thank you so much. Me
2: too. <laughs> okay. Me too. I'm complete too. Sorry, pop right in there. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Bless you, Robin Marie. Thank you. I'm much ready to go to work. Oh, thank you, everyone. Yeah, that's the gift. I think of the Course in Miracles. It's, it's, somebody, well, I think the Course itself says it. There's nothing included that's needed, and there's nothing excluded. Or there's nothing excluded that's needed, and there's nothing included that's extraneous. Every lesson, every single lesson, builds upon itself, nests within itself like, like uh, nesting dolls. You know. And uh, and the real gift of doing the lessons is, um, I think, contained in these. What are there? Six paragraphs here. Um, boy, I'm referring back to um, chapter sixteen, I think it is, where he talks about the magnitude of holiness. Let's see, I I think I put a tab there. Yeah, I did. In that section, forgiveness of illusions is chapter 16. The forgiveness of illusions. Because the only thing I'm ever forgiving is an illusion. And how did an illusion get there? Except from my senses or what I prefer to see. And uh, in that section he says, No evidence will convince you Of the truth you do not want no evidence will convince me of the truth I do not want isn't that the same as saying um, that temptation is a prayer touch not some situations (laughs) a prayer that the miracle touch not some situations no evidence will convince you the truth you do not want yet your relationship with him that is christ the holy spirit is real and has been demonstrated regard this not with fear but with rejoicing the one you called upon is with you bid him welcome and honor his witnesses who bring you the glad tidings he has come it is true just as you fear that to acknowledge him is to die all that you think you know <laughs> but it was never true what gain is there to you in clinging to it and denying the evidence for truth, for you have come too near to truth to renounce it now, and you will yield to its compelling attract- attraction. You can delay this now, but only a little while. The host of God has called to you, and you have heard. never again will you be wholly willing not to listen. that isn't that incredible and and magnitude of holiness um, is the invitation of this section you know changeless reality the magnitude of holiness Christ you behold is but your capital self And that awareness can be ours uh, continuously so um, i praise to creation <laughs> as as it really is not as I would have it be <laughs> I'm complete <laughs> well, thank you thanks for that Good Thank you. All. Thank you. Hi, uh, Ma. I'm sort of reveling in in yesterday's and today's, um, yesterday's reading, rolling it to today's reading. The um, the whole idea of a new interpretation and having the openness of mind and the willingness of heart to trust in love and the changeless reality that is invisible to the body's eyes, um, and the whole idea of not interpreting out of solitude and writing a fearful script on what the body's eyes perceive and thinking it's true. And today's reading seems to me of let the truth be true and trust, 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 trust in love that all is love, that all is God that there's no place where I need to fix him, put him in, change him, or think there's a place where he is not. And that's capital reality for me, that I see God is in everything. God is everything. He's in every thought, every perception, every image, every image, every situation and every circumstance. And what need I do? What is it I think I need to do? God, ask me not what my interpretation of reality is. That was the line I loved so much in yesterday's reading. But that interpret not out of solitude, because what I've heard in dialogue today, um, it reminds me that, um, you know, to interfere, Judy's self image her history, her relationships, all that she's learned from the past about special relationships and their roles and what she thinks they need or don't need, what she thinks they should be or what they should not be. is all an interpretation, an interference of Judy upon the situation. It's Judy's judgment on it. And this is what What came to me this morning was, the only creative use of your mind, Jude, is to recognize miracles are corrections. The only creative use, speaking about creation, the only creative use of the mind is loving thoughts, and only loving thoughts are true, and that is what reality is, that it's wholly beneficent. It's only the ego that thinks it's not and judges it and that the only creative use of my mind is to see where I'm writing a fearful script upon myself or upon others or upon situations or circumstances in the world. I'm writing a fearful script on God's creation. This is what I need to undo I need to change my mind so I can recognize my changeless mind, that only loving thoughts are true, because I'm still judging it. And I'm thinking it should be different. And, and I'm thinking that I need to, to, to understand it and control it and fix it. <laughs> and God doesn't ask me that. He doesn't ask me to do that. He asks me just to be still. And know and trust and love. The only response to give is to love and to, to to recognize the creative use of my mind. For my salvation, my salvation is from illusions of what I ma- I think I made of myself. I think I made myself into a body, limited, with a death wish to get the hell out of this craziness, insane world. And to... to to be safe from the illusion of the world as thought of by separate ego, body, brain, minds. You know, the, the illusion of it is what we're being safe from, and it's only the illusion of it, the way we're perceiving it, that we can, in our holy minds, identify, keep identify with the holy mind in, of our one source and see it all as holy, and trust that God's got our butts. (laughs) That we're completely safe, completely protected, incapable of being harmed, that anything in his creation is incapable of being harmed, destroyed, or changed. We have a changeless reality in heaven, in that holiness, I see everything, holiness sees itself in everything. Kindness sees kindness in everything, the purity of it, the simplicity of it, one mind, one purpose, one interpretation, one love, one will, one holy state of grace in unity and in one big fat holy relationship that can't do without any part of it in order for its wholeness to be complete just as it is. Christ consciousness to me is what is. God's will is what is happening here. <laughs> I won't mind it. I won't mind it. If I don't mind it, no mind, no matter. I don't have to think about it. I just have to be one with it. Amen. I'm complete. So oh, that was all just great, Judy. Thank you. Thank you. thank you, Judy. When the light really becomes clear, the dream really becomes translucent, transparent. And it's easier and easier and easier to let it be and let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it be, let it be. It really does. It really that That whole glory, soften, be still. And attend to it. How oh, God would have me see this. How oh, God would have me think about this. That's all, folks. Have a joyful day. Thanks, Judy. Yeah, I was thinking about my day Saturday when I came home, you know, since I'd been so careful to um, begin it with thinking about the day I wanted to have. I came home and I thought about that day. And... uh, (laughs) I wrote I wrote um, in my journal isn't it something I no longer see what isn't there to not see what isn't there is um, well gee whiz that's just another definition of a miracle I think it's kind of quiet um, but to no longer see what isn't there uh means forgiveness has been accomplished that's for sure um, in, the, in that day and I was just really, really grateful for it. It's kind of quiet to see, no longer see what isn't there. And uh, it's not a marching band, <laughs> you know. It's not anything spectacular to go out and have a party. It's uh, just quiet. And it was a real gift. I really enjoyed um, being really conscious that day. And isn't that kind of um, a nice way to to talk about awakening? I thought it was, and I was happy for it. So anyway, I'm complete. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. Awakening, love it. Ah, oh, Laurie, thank you for reminding me. I don't know where it is, but maybe you, knew, you or Lemoyne, would know where it speaks of the waking state of awareness that is Christ consciousness. That it's changeless. And it hasn't changed since the beginning. It hasn't ever changed, even with the idea of time and space. And it it always will remain the same. But the um, that it 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 doesn't you know alter. It does. It's a constant, consistent um, state that we're always in. Always in. Always have been, always are, and always will be. And that recognition that that is heaven, that is my home, that's where, you know, correcting all my misperceptions leads me back, always leads me back to. And it's funny because when you started talking about deciding the kind of day I would have, (laughs) I decided I I wanted to have a day without pain. Because I had had one the day before, and I thought, well, let's go for it. And and I had a day that was painful. My body was full of pain, and, and I just became one with it, and I allowed it, and I let it be. And I just, I still was at peace. I still was happy. I still was joyful. And um, the changelessness of that constant, consistent state re- remained with me, even though I still limping her and gimping around and um, you know that's the personal intimacy that of that experience um, that, in that unity with my source that never lets me down. He never ever does not answer me or hear my prayers um, but he doesn't answer them in, in, the, in the shapes or images of form we've just read that in the text that his will is limitless, evenly distributed, equally among all of his whole entire total creation. So, the formless beauty, um, happy joy, and peace, formless will of God is always everywhere, but... For me to ask for it in form is a mistake in my application. So that's something that dawned on me just the other day. Thanks again. Lord, keep opening my eyes. (laughs) Amen to that. Thanks, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Oh, well, there's just a, f- a few of us left. Uh, but Fran, <laughs> you had said uh, to and Marie to go ahead and you would share later. So I'm just, uh, I was kind of titillated by that. If you have something, I'm sure you do. Uh, I was going to read some more from the lesson. I was going to read it from, it again, from uh, the top again, but my battery went dead in my book, so I had to charge it. <laughs> have okay. to know exactly what it is. Um I just love that um I have someone leading me. I don't know what to do most of the time. And uh I always ask for guidance. Wow. I don't know if I told you guys this, but I had to make a business call and I was very scared to make it. And uh, I decided to do a, uh, a text instead. And I felt comfortable with that, but I was afraid to do, uh, do it. So I kept asking for guidance. And I kept hearing, when you're ready, you'll know. And uh, I swear, one day I was just sitting there and all of a sudden, I knew I was ready. And I sent the text and I got a very positive response. So I was so happy that uh I had guidance on that. And I love that I have someone telling me what to do because I don't know most of the time what to do. So yeah. that's why I love this lesson so much. <laughs> I will follow. <clears throat> I will not lead. Thank you, Lori. I'm complete. Oh, uh, thank you, Fran. I've been around long enough to know it's probably in your top ten. <laughs> So, thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I knew that about you. That's been a real blessing to me. So, thank you. It just amazes me how you can hear, I can hear the words of guidance, you know, it just always amazes me. And I know when it's guidance because I'm comfortable. If I'm not comfortable, then I know I'm doing it. Once I'm comfortable, I know it's from the Holy Spirit, I'm complete. Yeah, it is amazing. <clears throat> to me, it's always a wonder. <clears throat> Good morning. This is Patricia. I was able to join in the middle of our reading, so um, just now my uh, little garden quieted down so I could unmute myself in perfect timing with Fran's share of I know it when it's comfortable. So what I've been experiencing is the voice of time telling me, Honey, I'm not telling you you're late. I'm telling you to wait. Allow me to ripen you. Allow me to ripen you. And it was just like I heard, just like Friend, just like many of these stories here. This friend does it every time. It's like that ability to wait and listen. No matter what goes through the personality or the story that seems so critical, that's time-bound story, time says allow me to ripen the story and you'll know it when you're the glory in it you're not the solution because that was already occurred you're the eternal love that's come here to allow the ripening So that voice that stays in me, then I, I've got to be practical because there are some very critical, very critical physical events occurring. And then I hear, okay, what Fran is saying, you know you have, honey. You have that feeling inside. But sometimes there's so much commitment. The heart is so full of compassion and passion, it doesn't know how to listen. And so I've been told you guys here, when I'm stirred and I am not able to say, trust that silence that Franco. Until now, write down what your concern is, Patricia. Put a date and time of this very present moment. If this is Monday morning at 6 a.m., you write that down. And then you set your alarm on your calendar for three days from now. And between now and three days, I want you to let me have every fear, have every worry. For three days, you give it away as if it were already perfect. And for three days, Patricia, if you are asked, what are you going to do about this? Your voice will only speak of I know the answer is already in you For 3 days allow me to be the voice and you to be the silence And so this is very demanding but the course primed me for it So friend I just wanna let you know it's like sometimes when I can't do it, that three day thing and the alarm goes off and I go back and I see oh my goodness, how many times that first day I didn't really trust and that second day I I went, Well then I gotta do this. I gotta I gotta be the voice that just says The answer's already there. And I'm praying and allow. And sometimes that's a kind of a no to people like my daughter or my son. And they're not always humming a prayer like Lori's sister and her got to do. They're upset. But I hear, allow that to be the divinity I'm doing in them. Give me three days, honey, to see the world perfect and then come back to your problem. And I'm so stunned how many times, I'd say more than 80% of the time, I can't even, I look and go, did I really think I, that was a problem? (laughs) <laughs> and then sometimes I say, yes, that is, but I found a way to melt into it. So letting time move us when it's so comfortable. Thank you, Fran, and everyone. Thank you, Patricia. Thank, Thank you, you Antonia, how much how much I love the word ripen um, for all it connotes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Well, any final shares from anyone? Well, one thing came to me this morning that we haven't touched on yet but in paragraph four uh, he says of the what is creation we are creation we We the sons of God we seem to be discreet and unaware of our eternal unity with him yet back of all our doubts past all our fears There still is certainty. Isn't that what we're saying? Oh, we're saying you'll know. You know, there is that certainty that's there. Um, When I pause and wait behind my doubts and past my fears, for love remains with all its thoughts. It's sureness being theirs. God's memory is in your holy minds, which know their oneness and their unity with their Creator. And here's the part I just love. If I if I ever wonder, uh, what am I doing? And I do. I wonder, what am I doing the older I get? I wonder if, if I'm doing all that I need to do while I'm here in this mortal plane. But let our function be only to let this memory return only to let God's will be done on earth, only to be restored to sanity, (laughs) and to be but as God created us. That all, um, you know, when you put it together, it does not sound like, uh, it does not sound like I'm here to do something. When I put it all together, it feels like a ripen, doesn't it? Let our only function be to let, let this memory return, to let God's will be done, to be restored to sanity, and to be but as God created us. Um, I find that well, paragraph very, very, very restful. And the other thing I noticed about it is this. Um, because it culminates in paragraph five, our Father calls to us, we hear his voice, and we forgive creation in the name of its creator, holiness itself, whose holiness his own creation shares, and whose holiness is still a part of us. And maybe that's um, maybe that's where I want to end this call today. Uh, since I included the magnitude of holiness in my earlier comments Um, one time I was I was making an attempt to share a revelation you know revelation can't be shared he tells us that because it's too intensely personal but I was I was making an attempt to share what I uh, had experienced of holiness and it uh, seemed to be such a struggle to find words for it and the person to whom I was trying to share it said well there you go when you've removed everything profane from it why don't you give it another try and you know that thought stuck with me it stuck with me for a long 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 time before I finally realized the essence of all our trouble here, all my trouble here, is the very idea that anything is profane. Isn't it? I mean, isn't that the essence of all difficulty, the idea that there is something not God? That there's something God would look down upon or disapprove of? That there's someone who falls short, that someone or some idea is profane. Tomorrow, or maybe not tomorrow, but one of these days coming up, uh, we'll have a lesson about everything I see reflects ideas. And where are the ideas that are profane? To whom do they belong? and um and of what are they made uh but ideas that aren't true. And um and I think that's uh I think that's the essence of what he'd like me to understand from what is creation. That if there's something less than holy uh that I'm seeing to make a request that I could Make a request that I could see that differently or experience that dif- differently or release ideas that um, that don't match the holiness that is creation nothing is profane except that I make it so and uh, when I realized that um, I think I'm getting pretty close to happy dream anyway I'm complete and um, I'm really enjoying well, the experience that we have with each other every day uh, and how we bolster and edify and strengthen our trust and and share our burdens and um, and listen to how the spirit moves so thank you everyone yeah I'll end the recording oh, that was great. Thank you so much, Lori. Thanks for the sharing. Thank Thanks for her. everything you do. I love it. Oh. I love being here. Well, I do too, friend. Boy, I do too. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: It's Thank all in you. the
0: recording, but um, we continue on. Thank you.